0: that's c.ro double dollar sign host of the nerding with friends podcast no code name tonight but i'm joined by a special guest first time comer long time friend everybody welcome justin Piesco to the show hello hello i'm uh, the guest friend for today the guest friend yeah it's not guest friend get out of here man you're you <laughs> the, the guest what, podcast friend well we how long we've known each other now it like, been like eight, eight or nine years yeah yeah yeah, yeah. working oh, together at a fau and the uq back in like the university old days
1: yeah 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 For perfecting our writing talents oh a yeah a little bit of speaking talents too although kind of kind of went back and forth there it was a w- weird time but it was good
0: oh, hey, you can do anything with an english degree remember that boys and girls no matter what you want to do in life, if you have an English degree, you can get it done. It's,
1: it's a critical thinking degree, is what it is. How can yeah,
0: make value? If you can make value
1: of literature professionally, you can make value of anything.
2: Yeah, you
0: know, and you can be right as long as Not you control, explain you know, yourself. You know. you know, don't numbers and statistics. Like, how do you, how do you feel about this? Let me show you why I'm right. It's
1: all all about how to make an argument, how to sound reasonable, attract an audience, be fun.
0: All that good stuff we love to do, especially over here on the podcast. This is Justin's first time here. He's one of the many people who urged me to get into One Piece. So he's definitely going to have to come on for some One Piece episodes whenever we start rolling those around.
1: The greatest anime ever. Hey, now, I'm just um, just picking fights on my first pocket is a terrible idea.
0: It's up there. You know, that's that's not how you come back here. No,
2: I'm
0: just just kidding. But for this,
1: I'm going to watch all of the good ones, too. Like every time somebody's like, I got a recommendation for you, I go back and try to watch it, too. Like so far, One Piece has done my top, but I I love love trying new things. I'm uh, I'm in uh, arc three of JoJo, too. It's great first, first couple of artists didn't do it for him, but you know, the third and fourth artists coming right along.
0: I've said it once and I've said it a thousand times nothing is beating you, Yu Haka show to me. There's some stuff that's up there, we'll see how they all finish.
1: But I do love you, Yu Haka show, like that catches that's you with one episode. Like, I don't know, you know, like uh, 100, 100, 100 it almost feels like the reasonable evolution from you, Yu Haka show, though. Like, proves as a right. I don't know. I, it, I, I it, love both.
0: We'll see if and when it finishes. But it is stable in my top three.
2: Fair, fair.
0: And I see we're going to have to get Justin on for some Yu uh, Yu show and some Hunter Hunter episodes, too. But today, we're here to talk about an anime that I don't think we've talked about yet on the podcast. If so, it's been very minimal. I wish we were talking about this on happier terms with the passing of mangaka Kazuki Takahashi. Kazuki
2: Takahashi.
0: It was only right to do an episode on Yu-Gi-Oh. And I'd like to stick to classic Yu-Gi-Oh, personally. You know, the Jaden Yu-Gi stuff and the 5Ds, that was all great. But there's only one that had the continuity, and that is the OG Yu-Gi-Oh.
1: You know, I, I love some Pegasus. Like, Pegasus has got to be, like, one of the most fun villains out there. Like, he's evil and terrible, but also sometimes, like, he makes you laugh. Like, it'll get you right there.
0: It'll it'll get you. You know, um, I think Yu-Gi-Oh, for me personally, I definitely wouldn't put it on, like, my top five, anime of all time, like no knock to it. And also I really, I've only, I, I haven't watched the sub version. And unfortunately the only dub we have is for four kids and a lot of stuff they changed and edit because they couldn't comprehend that children knew what guns and titties were, but I digress. Um, when I think of anime and childhood, the three ones that come to my mind: Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon, and Yu Gi Oh. Because of the long bonds that they formed for a lot of us growing up.
1: One hundred percent agree. Um, Yu Gi Oh was the thing that like you could play, you could do with other people. You Yu-Gi-Oh. know, like now we have Yu-Gi-Oh. Pokemon Go. We have we have more Pokemon games that have like the interaction, but like. You know, even back in the day, you had to have the link cable if you really wanted to battle someone mm-hmm. in Pokemon. But Yu-Gi-Oh, like, just just play with anybody. Like, you play in so many different ways too. It was, uh, You know, the card games after school was just was great. I had a couple of friends that had the full-on dual disc. Remember the, the toy, <laughs> dual the toy. disc Like, yeah, yeah. Like, to anybody that doesn't know Yu-Gi-Oh, that was the like nerdiest, weirdest toy you had. You could just see, but if you were in the Yu-Gi-Oh! that that meant you were cool.
0: I wish like, I had a dual disc. I I was ready for all that stuff to be real. I remember um I don't know what it was. I think it was McDonald's had some type of promotion with Yu-Gi-Oh! at the time. And you could get like certain cards, and there was something about like a duelist kingdom. I don't know. This was years ago, so I can't remember any of the details, but I was ready to get my ticket. Go to Duelist Kingdom, like forget school. I got this awesome deck. I'm about to go get paid. I don't need to go to
1: school. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go find the uh, Shrimpy uh, insect card user who's just like cheating, and gonna go whoop him.
0: Yeah, as, as if, I can. If Weevil threw my cars off the boat, he would have been following. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Don't jump after the cars. I, I would. I would have been car. swimming after him. He would have. <laughs> yeah, he, he would have had to get those.
1: That, that's my grandfather's deck. Do you know who my parents are? They never show up. And you're gonna throw off my one family, my grandparents' cars. You're gonna throw them off there because that's the only way he can think to it. No, you're going to get
0: them. You know. So that, I, I'm glad you mentioned that. For I'd like to I have a bunch of fun facts here. And I wanted to start off with the fun facts of Yu-Gi-Oh. Let me scratch this one off the list. Did you know in the sub we actually see Yugi's mom? I did not know that. Yeah, it is the episode um where Yugi takes well, Yugi tricks Yami Yugi into mm-hmm. taking Teya out on a date.
1: Okay, okay. Is that the the dance episode?
0: It was the episode where we got, like, like the the flashback of, like, how they became friends and they went to the museum at the end, and um, I think Taya dueled some weird, like, henchman thug type character but it was okay. one where they like went to the aquarium and they showed up and yugi switched into yami yugi and he was like this isn't a duel what am i doing here and, and Taya took him out so he could relax and he ended up at the museum and that's where he, the first time he saw the stone tab oh yeah yeah, yeah. The, um, the egyptian god cards and all the millennium items see there was like a there was like
1: a filler episode maybe I, I thought it was that one where like uh Taylor's like the best dancer, and she like gets into this weird like, like uh, DDR knockoff,
0: and um like. That just, was it. That's just a, is it, the same is this episode. the episode. Yeah, That's yeah, episode. yeah.
1: It's been a, it's been a bit, but yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They show Yugi's Yugi's mom is in that episode. She knocks on okay. the door and she's like, "Hey, who are you talking to?" <laughs> he's, he's talking to himself. And Even they we just,
1: the audience are like, who are you talking about? <laughs> <right? to? laughs> <What? laughs>
0: they just cut her out. Like that's the only mention. Like she's out of there. This is in the anime. I don't know if they cut her out because it's just filler, but hey, we saw her. Like there's something out there. Yugi's got a pink haired mom.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. That makes me makes me feel a little better, maybe. I don't know.
0: That's a little bit, you know, like. Another fun fact, speaking of um, Yugi's family, we all know that Solomon uh, had a a bad run-in with Kaiba. Did you know Kaiba was based off of a real person? No. Yeah. So um, the mangaka, he had a friend who was into this really popular card game at the time, and he took him to another friend to kind of teach him how to play it. And the guy told him that he wouldn't teach him unless he collected a thousand cards. And the okay. was like, this is ridiculous. Like, this is a, a, a children's card game and you're not going to teach me unless I spend all this money. And the thought of somebody that arrogant, he was like, that would be a good bill. And now we have guy Kaiba. Probably one Fantastic of the... Fantastic anti-heroes. He is. He's up there with, like, the Vegetas. Oh, yeah. And the Bakugos and the Sasukes. Like, he's got some some great one-liners, even for the four kids, dub. The, the <laughs> raw
1: confidence in always being wrong <laughs> like, was great. I hated Nobody. him and loved him so much. Every time he spoke to Joey, I got a little
0: bit offended, but I was also like, yeah, man,
1: maybe he has a point... <laughs>
0: Yeah, he, he was definitely, like, the best number two. Like, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. can beat everybody else. We know he can't beat this guy, but he's so confident, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I always loved that. What did he call Joey? Uh, Joey? He was a third-rate duelist with a, <laughs> with a fourth-rate third-rate deck. deck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I also want to – Go back to another little fun fact here. Kaiba was a lot more badass than what we saw in the dub. Because one of the the things they took out were the use of firearms. And especially during Duelist Kingdom, where people were, you know, actively hunting for Kaiba, there was the one scene, he was on a computer and the henchman broke into the room and we're watching it. It's just these guys standing there pointing at Kaiba like, hey, stop. And right, right, see, right. You see Kaiba like kick a chair at them and jump out a window. Mm-hmm. But in the sub, they're like they come in shooting. Kaiba blocks the bullet with his briefcase before kicking the chair, jumping out the window. There was another scene where somebody had him gun to Kaiba's face. He threw in. Uh, a card to jam the gun from firing and disarm them. Like- right, right, right. This man is like a ninja. <laughs> like, how did you get we, these forget, skills? We
1: pick on a lot of the characters in Yu Gi Oh!, but they could, like, fight. Like, you know, Tristan was basically useless, but I think he won a couple fights against, like, the uh, Pegasus henchmen. Like, yeah, Tristan had some good hands to be beating up these paid henchmen and be a like, high schooler. I guess he had to, since he had literally no deck. I think he carried around, like, the, the, the one card that he, like, used in the Yugi Bakura fight. Or Bakra Duel, like um, a Duelist Kingdom, like because he had like the Cyber Soldier or something like that that was basically useless. And He's like, "This is my favorite card." All of us that play the card game are like, "That's got 600 attack." Tristan, <laughs> actually, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. That would be your favorite card, Tristan. That 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 checks out.
0: I think he had a deck because there was also the one instance where it was like Lava Swamp Lava Guard and Swamp Battle Guard. Uh, with him um, and Joey, they were like the right, two right, cards. Right. They were just switched.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They're like, this is my card. And it was like, this is my card. You're you're always with me in my deck <laughs> This one can
1: defend me because it also has no attack and costs one sacrifice, but we didn't use it with the real rules at the time. But whatever, it's fine.
0: But hey, like that just goes to show, like to my my other point. Like I can't tell you the bonds I've made with Yu-Gi-Oh. I still remember. Oh yeah. Uh, playing at my friend's house, going to the tournaments at Boats a million. Even me and you were were playing Yu-Gi-Oh over Skype in oh, 2014, yeah. 2015
1: figuring out how to position the camera so that way you can <laughs> see the cards so you would know there's really no funny business
0: yeah no cheating you know it's like hey look this is your it right here no moving no glitching don't you turn that camera off don't turn it around yeah yep, yep. no business no no funny business there
1: <laughs> i uh i played with friends we you know because like as you get older you don't collect in the same way like you know when when was it Teenager, you know, I could go spend all my disposable income so I didn't have that much and get a few more packs of cards. But as an adult and trying to live in the nostalgia of it, we would uh pull cards together and you know, just just like have a have a stack of a few hundred like of our favorite cards, and then we would draft them like a like an NFL fantasy football draft. You know, first person takes the best card, which I mean like Rygeki right off the bat, or you know, Harpy's Featherbuster right off the bat, and then just kind of go back and forth down the line, and we'd uh, draft out. I don't know, a hundred, you know, fifty cards each, whatever a full deck would be, and then we also got a uh, like some cheap booster box, and Mm. so like if you won a round, you would get an extra pack, and that would just be yours. That wouldn't be part of the draft, and then after you like go through like a I don't know three or four dual tournament with each other, you would then put all of the cards from the packs back into like the uh, the the draft box, and you could draft again. And it was kind of a way of evening out everyone's cards or card levels so that way you wouldn't just have the one person that had all the money have all the best cards <laughs> and uh because like obviously if i'm gonna put three hundred dollars into it and you're gonna put twenty dollars i'm gonna have better cards but you know you have a have a pool everyone like takes from It was a cool way to like balance it out without uh destroying your budget
0: right absolutely man we used to do um what we called it hardcore dueling it was like a mix of like how they played in the um the series when they did Duelist Kingdom, where you kind of like made up rules, like Yugi was stabbing magic cards and oh, no. stuff was getting trapped. So it was it was interesting. We'd like make up rules for cars that didn't have effect. I think you don't know where
1: I'm attacking. I'm attacking the moon. You can't. That's not a thing.
0: <laughs> we had uh, ten thousand life points. We would, like, take your best card when you lost, so it was really yes. high stakes. It, it was high stakes for some kids, man. But, did you know, more fun facts. Oh, I love U- fun Yelp facts. Is, um, probably goes without saying, the highest selling card game. You know, beating out about beats magic. Beat out magic together? Nice. Beat magic together. The
1: last time I checked, Beast Out Magic it doesn't have a show. It doesn't have all of like the side.
0: It doesn't. Have like, the show all is like
1: advertising for the cards at this point.
0: Right. Well, that, it's funny you say that. Are you familiar with the Zero season? I'm aware of its existence. Mm. So even before we got the Zero series, just in the manga, um, for those who don't know, a the Pharaoh was pretty much a psychopath early on and the development of the story it was less about the games and more about torturing bad people he was kind of like a jigsaw
1: (laughs) (laughs) i that that kind of checks out like i i have some i have some like uh issues with with things like that's not like that pharaoh like i so i i I could see like the pharaoh unleashed being way worse yeah, and
0: if you see any like renditions of him from the manga, like he looks a little bit deranged. I would be, I would not want to mess with the fair And so there would be different games played throughout the um throughout the manga. Cause you know, he's the king of games. So it didn't matter what game, you know, he would make a game up. And then basically, once you lose, you die. There's no shadow realm. Like, <laughs> there? There's, there's no coming back. I feel
1: like he would this. cheat though. Like, he's like, we're gonna play a game of rock paper scissors. All right, rock paper, dark magician. Like, <laughs> no, that's that's not the rules. This is rock paper scissors. I'm the pharaoh, king of games. Dark magician beats paper. You lose. there are the like, even using,
0: using dual monsters. I remember if you go back to the episode we were talking about earlier, um, where. You have the flashback of where Taya met the, um, where her and Yugi became friends when he saved her from the, what we saw in the sub, well, what we saw in the dub as a a mugger, somebody who wanted her money, um, was actually a predator who had a video camera and probably was gonna try to get her to do some things. And Yugi stopped him with like a regular, card game, like he had a deck of regular cards and was like, pick a card, and he <laughs> picked the wrong one. So, Did he is, to the Shadow
1: Realm? Like, you picked the wrong card. There you it go.
0: Is, 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 yeah, we, we think he's in the Shadow Realm somewhere, but no, that guy's dead. <laughs> that guy is very dead. Okay, so, okay. Um, there was a game inside of the manga called Magic and Wizards. And it was just a one-off. You know, this was a different game, but people were starting to be interested in the game that showed up. And you know how editors are for the manga. They're like, hey, people like this, give us more of this. And that is how we ended up getting Duel Monsters and this whole saga of Yu-Gi-Oh began. Oh, nice. See,
1: I thought you were gonna get into a dungeon dice monsters there because like that was also so. I was like, oh, that's it's not a practical game, but if it worked the way they showed it in the series, I'm sure I would have wanted to play that too.
0: I I had dungeon dice monsters. I'm going to tell you, as a kid, I was more interested in just the figures and, and the stuff that course, came with it. the game. I was like, I don't know what's going on. This is a Dark Magician, though.
1: <laughs> hey, it's not like you could roll the dice and then an actual, like, figure would pop out. That would be cool. Like, you know, it, like, explodes in a flurry of light. And also the Dark Magician, is I would I would play that game. Instead, You got to, like, roll the dice and then put the, it, like, you had, like, little
0: cardboard, yeah. like, cut out. And that would be, like, Hello. the to trail of what they could move yeah, yeah, is, it's, like, it's not the same it's not the same i bet something like that would be awesome now cuz it probably be all digital mm-hmm. and you could do it super easy but although,
1: although i do like that when they play dungeon dice monsters they had the equivalent of like a smartphone there they like gave him a computer but really that'd be like somebody playing duel monsters now with their smartphone with out a like
0: smartphone
1: <laughs> oh, i can do this i'm like in the same way now you're like no that's that's not
0: allowed <laughs> Yeah, speaking of not allowed, did you guys know there are a lot of cards that were banned in Yu-Gi-Oh! And it all started with a very simple card called Yatagrasu.
1: Yatagrasu?
0: Are you familiar with Yatagrasu? You might have seen it. It's an effect card. I believe it's got like 300
2: attack, 200 defense, maybe 600 attack. Okay, okay.
0: And its effect is um, when it causes battle damage, it um, inflicts direct damage to your life points. And at the end of every turn, it goes back to your hand. And the problem was if there's no way to destroy it because it always goes back to their hand, the character can, the person can keep spamming it. And so it was banned.
1: Okay, okay, and it attacked attack directly, so like you'd just summon it, attack, and then it go back to your hand? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Interesting. Because, like, yeah, there'd be there'd be a few hundred points of damage every turn, but you couldn't build up any kind of defense.
0: I mean, if you, I guess if you, if had you magic also have, like, other cards, too, right? Okay. You know? And then...
1: Maybe something classic, I'm thinking, like, Swords of Reeling Light, but maybe, like, a Mask of Restrict or something where you can't summon anything big anyways or can't attack with anything big. Oh.
0: I mean the way to get rid of that would be like a, a trap car, like you know, they play it, then it's like trap hole or hmm. um, you know, mirror force, something like that. That's the only way you're gonna get rid of it. Right, right. Right. But it's like how many of those are just sitting in your deck at that that time?
2: Right, right, right. Okay, I, I can see that one being banned.
0: And these these fun facts are way fun. Did you know Bandit Keith and Pegasus?
2: Both died. Bandit Keith makes so
1: much sense because <laughs> even in the dub, it seems like he probably died in a fire. Fire. Uh, didn't he make it to um? Oh uh, yeah, 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 Battle yeah, yeah, yeah. City. Yeah. We're like right before Battle City. He was one of the uh, like early Merrick drones.
0: Yeah, but him and Pegasus died way sooner in the manga. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he died. Um, remember when he pointed the gun at Pegasus, aka ran up on him and just poked him? When yeah, yeah, he yeah. lost the joint. like, like jumped up at him, was like, Ah, how dare you! Yeah, and, and then he, the trap door. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that that was it. That was <laughs> that was all she wrote for Bandit that, Keith. That that makes sense. It should have been. <laughs> and then uh, Bakura was the one to do in Texas uh, after their duel, he took the eye.
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense too.
0: Also, super, super crazy. Um, Pegasus and Merrick both had two different goals in the dub versus the sub, which is crazy to me. Like how much they can change just by some dialogue Mm -hmm. and removing a few scenes. Yeah. I get it. I mean,
1: like even the, like if you think about it with other anime, the voice actor changes all of a sudden, make it feel like an entirely new anime. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I could see them having some uh, cool sleight of hand changes with with just changing the dialogue around a little bit or cutting a scene. But yeah, how how bad is it?
0: So uh, I'll start off by saying, did you know when he got his Millennium Eye, it was pretty like pretty. You know, bloody, they, his, his, he already had an eye. He's just shoving a metal they just ball. just shoved it right in top just of it. Shoved it right on top of his regular eye. Like this isn't like a Naruto thing where you're swapping eyes out. Where like, you just no, like dude. unscrew it and that. <laughs> know that. Yeah, 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 okay. And we're like, get in there. So he, he got his eye that way, but and and the original, I'm sure everybody remembers. Pegasus, his, his goal was to get the Millennium Puzzle. He was trying to bring back his wife.
1: Uh, yeah, systematic. it ma- makes makes you appreciate him a little bit. You're like, oh, that's that's a that's a motivation I can understand. He but would um, that's not reality,
0: right? So in oh, no. reality, he wanted to defeat Yugi not to get his Millennium Puzzle, but to restore the reputation of Kaiu He would then gain control of Kaiu Corp and use the technology to create. A holographic version of Cecile.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So instead of bringing her back to life magically, it was more like a technological bringing her back to life.
0: Mm -hmm. Which, 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 which kind of those earlier Yu-Gi-Oh episodes, they were kind of more based on like the technology of it all. Like I think about the first episode, it was like you know Solomon lost really a lot because of being. You know, overwhelmed by that technology, and, <laughs> you it and think, think about me. That sounds so
1: mean. Now that you say it like that, I'm like picturing like an older
0: grandpa <laughs> being like,
1: "What? <laughs> How do these buttons work?"
0: I mean, do you remember <laughs> like when stuff. monsters got destroyed? They were like being blown back.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Got to see this old man. Getting like, ah, like that blue eyes. Like a,
1: like a giant concert speaker, like just, just the bass just goes and booms at him. And like <laughs> you pretend that it's a monster, but really he's got like high tech sound equipment <laughs> going that against was, this poor old man. I
0: understand why he was in the hospital now. It makes yeah, so no much kidding. sense.
3: <laughs> right,
1: right, right. Cause Kaiba didn't have like a, a millennium item either. He just, he he had a little bit of a, a an evil side, I guess. That's just, just, uh, just Eric. Magic powers? I bet it was. He had a giant speaker airplane and an old man.
0: <laughs> Another, before we go into um, the next villain that they, they, they changed, Kaiba, in the sub, he was a little bit more welcoming to the idea of magic. He wasn't like a, a Hercule where he was like oh that's a trick like he was like hmm yes i see these things my soul was stolen from me <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and put inside of a card i do my, remember my brother's that. soul's right there yeah like <laughs> he understands like all right there might be something to this <laughs> this isn't all smoke and mirrors but The next next villain they changed was Mayor, who was probably one of my favorite villains. I really enjoyed the Battle City arc. I love me the tournament and outside of the Dark Tournament and a few tournaments in Dragon Ball. I think the ones in Yu-Gi-Oh are like top tier. The the, the tournament arcs in Yu-Gi-Oh are always the best Yu-Gi-Oh arcs. I would definitely say that.
1: I, I'm I'm a sucker for a good tournament arc, just just in general. I mean, to go to go a little left field with my anime, like I think it's part of the reason why, even though it's a volleyball anime, High hits so well because it's basically nothing but tournament arcs.
0: Dang, that that's, that's pretty much what Yu Gi Oh is. It's true. It's true.
1: It Has to be. It's competition and more competition.
0: It's competition and it's you know. Th- I'm not like a huge fan of training arcs. Like they used to fit more like back in the day, but now I feel like you don't need to have a whole arc, kind of have a training episode where the character realizes what they need to do. And then a lot of that stuff is done, you know, behind the scenes and you you see the fruits of their labor later on. So it's it's why you have time skips yeah, definitely. Like,
1: that's why like, One Piece has has <laughs> such a such has such a good time skip. They 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 don't really have a lot of training. They do have some training arcs here and there. There's some training arcs in Wano. There's been training arcs throughout, but the big training arc was just the time skip. And it's yeah. just like, all right, yeah, they got two years of training. Everybody's stronger now. Moving on. We don't we don't need to worry about that too much.
0: Second best time skip in anime, I would say. Oh, what's what's your first? i mean, I, I, I gotta go between uh Excuse me, Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z—that just changed everything.
1: There was a there was a time skip in Dragon Ball, where uh, where Goku goes from like the adorable, you know, twelve year old to like the full size Goku, and that's like in the
0: that's at the, the last Piccolo.
1: Next to last season. Yeah, this is, I think it's between Tien and Piccolo.
0: That's um for the last tournament because he beats. King yeah. Piccolo, and then we have the three-year skip to get to the yeah, tournament yeah, yeah. where he fights uh, who the, the Piccolo we know and love now. Right, right, right. Was it my junior? Uh, he was just junior back then. Mm, okay, okay. Poor,
1: poor Krillin. He could, they could have made Krillin a little taller, too. Like, I, just, I just think they, they like the, the little guy beating up the
0: big guy too much in all the tournaments. Well, no, Krillin, 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 had his time to shine. You know, it, it, I feel bad for Yamcha and Tzu whenever we talk about tournaments. Chaozu didn't even make it out of the preliminaries in the last one, and Yamcha never made it out the first round. Unfortunately, he ends up going up against just like people who he has no chance against. First, it was Jackie Chun, and then it was who, who ended up winning the tournament. Then it was right. Tien. Who ended up winning the tournament? Winning the tournament, yeah. And then last, he fought God. <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> right, he, right, right. He fought God, like Yamcha. No not to you, you know. They did you dirty, but that's just the way to cook brambles <laughs> sometimes.
1: So, 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 how how would how would you rank them in terms of like plot relevance? If you have like Yamcha to Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z versus Tristan to Yu Gi Oh, where where would you put them as like? Relevant in terms of the plot,
0: like Tristan, is more relevant than Yamcha because the power of friendship is <laughs> way more stronger in Yu-Gi-Oh.
1: He, he was one fourth of the hand circle in the opening episode. Yamcha Did, Yamcha there, was just the the guy murdered by Vegeta and then had Vegeta Vegeta uh, steal his girlfriend.
0: If you cannot, it hurts. If you cannot punch, kick, or shoot a powerful energy blast in Dragon Ball Z. Your usefulness is gone. At least in Yu-Gi-Oh! He was the guy that did the punching and the kicking. It's true. It's true. <laughs> that that was all him. Yeah, Joey was also pretty tough, but at the end of the day, Tristan was the bruiser. Yeah. Yeah. He he probably hit Joey. He didn't he probably hit everybody except for Taylor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tristan was the uh the plot hole filler. Like, you know, when I, any of the stuff that did, we, we didn't know what was going on, Tristan was like exploring in the background. Like, he didn't really matter, but he gave us he gave us appropriate context. Like, how does Pegasus's eye work? Well, let me go see. Oh, there's a hole in the wall and that's how he's spying. There's a telescope right here. But just kidding, actually has a magic eye. Although I really wish they had said, so why is there a hole in the wall and a telescope if
0: it's not being used anyways? Those, those dubs, man. That... Well, after we got rid of it there's there's no denying that Merrick was using just straight magic and oh, yeah he another character whose motives changed uh do you what what do you remember from Merrick? what what do you remember as his ultimate goal be and just him as a character
1: well he wanted all of the egyptian god cards right like and he was he was even willing to like give up the millennium items because he's like, the, the god cards are the all powerful, like Pharaoh reviver kind of deal. And he
0: wanted the power of the Pharaoh. Oh, uh, that, yep. He wanted to, you know, he wanted not only all the god cards, but he also wanted all the millennium items too. Because okay, that's okay. what you needed to rule the world. Okay, okay. And the sub, he just wanted the god cards and to kill the Pharaoh. <laughs> just he was, he, he, was, was like just, he was just a straight up killer. I'm gonna be the Pharaoh and I'm gonna kill you. Like he killed his father, and it wasn't just a banishing to the Shadow Realm, quote unquote. He stabbed him to death with the Millennium Rod. But well, his father was like. Like abusive, right? His father was super abusive. He was
1: was pretty bad. Like, it was one of those, like, you didn't feel too bad for the father when Merrick, like, kind of snapped. You're like, I, yeah,
0: I get it. Yeah, but it it, it paints a different story when it's like, you're bad. Ha, you know, magic power, as opposed to being brutally stabbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) For for, for sure. (laughs) Especially as a child. You know, mm-hmm. and another thing, I don't think they showed it in the dub. Did you know there was like a sword hidden inside the Millennium Rod? Like he could unsheath it, and there was a blade in there. No, I had no idea. Yeah, uh, Obsidian. Is that his name? No, it's not. Ov Ov Ovion Oh 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 um oh man. Odeon
2: Ober Oberon.
0: Was it? Oh no! It's not Oberon. That's from Gargoyles. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: didn't see that in forever either okay,
0: <laughs> Odeon, um, aka Fake Merrick, who had the fake winged dragon of Raw, and right, Merrick's, right, right. Merrick's assistant. There was um before Merrick went to duel with my. There's a scene in the in the sub where he's like has the knife over his head like I could just kill you right now. And then it's like it's time to duel and he was like, well, all right, I'll come back to kill you later.
1: <laughs> Would have liked more Odeon.
0: I liked him. I liked him as a character. He was definitely devoted to that family. He
1: he's the guy that kinda like tried to keep Merrick like together. Oh he, he was
0: like, he was the one that kept him together. Right, right, right. He lost and then it was it was all hell from there.
2: Yeah 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 yeah. I'm going to so, appreciate you, it. Do you remember Dual Masters? No.
0: It was like probably the biggest. I don't even know if I want to call it a rip off because I don't know. <laughs> you know okay, I, okay. People say Digimon is a ripoff of Pokemon. I'm like, no, it's not. But uh, it's, like, it's got
1: a similar name, but they're they're like totally different.
0: Totally different. But you have Dual Masters, which is a show about a you know card game, and in Yu Gi Oh, they play dual monsters. The crazy thing, Dual Masters, I believe, was made to promote an already existing game, and I want to say was magic the gathering but they just didn't call it magic the gathering inside of it and they kind of ended up creating a whole new game
1: okay interesting i uh i looked it up they it, it seems like a lot of the artwork just just feels a little similar like the, you know kind of have the same kind of uh
0: main character with the weird hair aesthetics. yeah
1: yeah 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 Although, I mean, when I when you don't have the same kind of budget that Yu-Gi-Oh! kind of grew into.
2: That it deserves. didn't have as
1: much time to evolve or develop or anything. So,
0: well, We're going to take a quick break from all the fun facts, just have a nice little Q&A. Who, what were some of your favorite duels that happened in the show?
1: Oh, I absolutely loved the... Uh, Yugi versus Joey and mm. Duelist Kingdom Ooh, because that was a tough one. That, that one, that one, one, just, just an unnecessarily good soundtrack in the background from that. <laughs> <laughs> but also it just, it made me so upset. I, I actually ended up rooting for Joey more with the whole time wizard thing. <laughs> Because I was so mad at Yugi. Joey's like, oh, huh, I finally got a shot. I'm going to be able to save my sister. Time magic, go. It worked. Yugi's like, ah, oh, nah, man. It was in my deck first for a good reason. And even though we're best <laughs> friends, I forgot to tell you that that card actually boosts my most powerful card way more than it boosts your, like, garbage dragon. So thanks for making me win even more. I'm sorry, but you're done. <laughs>
0: that was that was a great duel
1: it made me so mad
0: man those those magic city i mean those duelist kingdom duels they were so crazy because you you didn't know what to expect it kind of was like whatever the imagination can tell you that's what's going to happen if this was regular duel monsters joey wins that because he's fusing the time wizard with right 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 yeah yeah you know, like he doesn't have to use the effect, <laughs> and he can't do anything. Right, right, right. But that was always Joey's thing, man. What's the luck? <laughs>
1: dragons, only twenty four hundred though. Wouldn't wouldn't Dark Magician win anyways? I think thousand dragons only twenty four hundred.
0: Yeah, but it would have just destroyed the Dark Magician or made it weaker. That's Does what. It? Okay, it, okay. Yeah, that, that's what it's supposed to do. Like the the thing. Remember, that's what happened to the Harpies ladies when it worked. Right, right, right. And then with the red eyes dragon, it turned it into a fossil. But nope, this magician with age comes wisdom.
1: Yeah, with with a, with more longevity than a dragon,
0: because yeah. if
1: there's anything dragons are known for, it's dying over time. Like
0: that—that that was the, the thousand dragon was a wise dragon, not a strong one, but it was wise. That's true. Why would
1: why would a thousand years just make the baby dragon? An older dragon that the red eyes would like fossilize. I mean, I get—I guess, guess for narrative purposes. whatever. narrative
0: purposes? Like I said, Duelist Kingdom—it was super fun. You know, because even yeah. even like, at all, the all end of the that, story
1: story duel, like moments, like even a uh, Yugi versus Pain, yeah, I loved Yuki. it.
0: When he's trapped in with the, with the um what the sword of the revealing light trapped. I destroyed your gravity ring.
1: <laughs> Who said anything about a gravity ring? We were we supposed to just know that? <laughs> but. As a
0: 13-year-old, I was like, Yes, you destroyed you destroyed the gravity ring. I love it. That is exactly how a Catapult Turtle works. I remember getting some of these cards and reading them, and be like, what what why can't I attack the moon? Why isn't this why isn't this
2: working? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I have a dragon, it can fly, so I don't care about your Buster Blader at all. Like
0: let, let me tell you. One of my favorites, and it's also from um, Duelist Kingdom, is when Kaiba and Yugi got their rematch. And I think I like that more for, like, the narrative. It did a lot of telling. Because we don't get a lot of time with Yugi and Yu-Gi-Oh! I believe if you really focus on a lot of the dueling, it's the pharaoh doing it. And just like... First of all, it was great to see the pharaoh with his back against the wall because once that crush card got activated, like, oh yeah, it was it was on point. You know what I mean? It should like, have been
1: like game over for that.
0: Like you're like, oh, that's 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 too OP. Yeah, shout out, shout out to Soggy the Dark Clown. That was my my friend Aaron's favorite card. Rest in peace. We used to play Yu Gi Oh all the time and go to the tournaments at Books a Million. Uh, We were trying to get in the Duelist Kingdom together. Like I said, the the show and the game, it builds those lifelong friendships. Mm -hmm. But he would always do the laugh. And I I will admit, like, it was kind of scary when Soggy got destroyed and you see, like, the the crush card spread through Yugi's deck. And I'm like, yo, how is he going to do this? And then through more magical storytelling... I'm going to decay your dragon. And like Kaiba's more storytelling, I'm going to revive one head. And this one head has enough attack points to destroy you. And then to top it all off, Yugi can deliver the finishing blow. And Kaiba's like, if you attack, I'm going to fall. Okay, Kai, but let's just cut off these dual discs and just play a regular game, so I can attack
2: you. Sit down
1: as polite gentlemen. Put <laughs> so
0: them on the floor. Look at them; they're shiny. <laughs> it's a holographic. I'll just attack you regularly. That's it. Somebody get a pen and paper. Do the math. Zero, zero life you're points. You're
1: all excited. This is a yeah. This this is an ultra rare. This is a super rare. We can appreciate it. Don't don't need to be doing this.
0: Yeah, but then, like, just to see, you know, Yugi stop the pharaoh and him drop and the final, like, that was, that was great. Pegasus, Pegasus, Kaiba, Pegasus against Kaiba and Pegasus against Yugi were great. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. Yugi, Yugi and Kaiba's battle and Battle City, we got to see the two Egyptian god carves go up against each other.
1: Actually, I have I have another uh, Duelist Kingdom one that, like, anybody that's seen Duelist Kingdom will know this. They'll know it, like, back to front. It's completely ridiculous. But as far as, like, nonsensical storytelling, it's Yugi and Joey versus the Paradox Brothers. Ah. It was fantastic. <laughs> Complete was nonsense
0: great. from start to finish. Do you think that might have had anything to do with Dungeon Dice Monsters? Oh, I can see that.
1: This is so good. Let's make this into a whole thing. Let's see if we can spin this somewhere else.
0: Because I don't know what it was like over in Japan, obviously, but mm-hmm. I remember Kids WB, like, that was, like, a very hyped fight, you know? Like, they had the little promos and stuff. And they, I, I I still remember, like, they were like, uh, what was it? Don't tell me. Uh, I can't remember the, the thing. Kazajin and win Gate Guardian. Gate Guardian. Like, it's in the same class as Exodia. I'm like, what the f- what? Right, right, right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sangha Sui Jin and Kazi Jin. And and honestly, like it floats under the radar too, but like the black skull dragon is one of the coolest fusions
0: just yeah. in the show. S- Summon Skull does not get enough credit. I love the um the meme, there's like a, a, a you um an invincible. The think mark think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, summon skull is Omni Man Yugi is um Dark invincible. Yugi, oh is, God, okay. Yugi is invincible. Like in mm. the meme, he's like think Yugi think. I have the same attack points as Dark Magician, and I'm one less summon.
2: <laughs> right, right, right.
1: <laughs> all right, is this? Arlo, right, let, let me ask you: Is this is this a plot hole? So. Yugi fusioned in the Kaiba duel the uh, Mammoth Graveyard with the Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon and that, like, caused the Blue Eyes Ultimate Dragon to decay. The idea was that the uh, Mammoth Graveyard was, like, a zombie or an undead and Uh Kaiba's dragon was a dragon. Uh Is someone's Skull not, not an undead? Like, was that not the fusion of an undead with a dragon? Like... Is is summon skull? I guess summon skull is maybe a spellcaster. Summon
0: skull is a fiend.
1: It's a okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So okay, so maybe it's a fiend versus versus a
0: zombie. Yeah, because what graveyard that's definitely a zombie type. Okay. I remember um, going up against that one in the game whenever Bones was around. Okay, but if Undertassel has something to do with the magic card because at storytelling he fused the mammoth to a magic arrow card. I forgot what that was and then the arrow shot. Like the
1: living arrow, something like that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Maybe.
1: Need, need to go back through all 700 episodes of all the different iterations of Yu-Gi-Oh! And,
0: and did you know, that is one of the long, like out of anime with episodes, that's like, got some of the most, like just through all the different iterations. I said, we weren't going to talk about all the other stuff that they've got going on, but they've done like multiversal stuff. Like that's, I like that multiversal madness seeing Yugi team up with Jaden and, Man, I forgot the guy from uh, Yu Gi Oh! 5Ds, but all those shows were, were great. But love talking about the OG. Gonna get right back into some more Yu Gi Oh! talk after a from our sponsor. Welcome back to the Nerd and the Friends podcast. I'm here with my buddy Justin Piesco, and we are talking Yu Gi Oh! The classic. Anime, manga, card game, video game, lunchbox, T-shirts, memorabilia, haven. You know, I one of my favorite pieces of Yu-Gi-Oh merchandise I used to have was a red-eyes black dragon model. Ooh. Like it was like a nice one of those big ones that you build and they're like in the fancy pose and stuff. I had like a few different Yu Gi Oh toys.
1: Wow, you know, blowing my mind here. I, I definitely had a, a Slifer the Sky Dragon for a little while. I totally forgot about that. I probably had that, you know, back when that first aired. I totally forgot about that until just this moment. I have no idea where it is.
0: Oh, well, you got to find that thing. That's probably worth a pretty penny. And just a
1: quality model. It was more toy than anything, but you had to put it together. Hey.
0: Listen, listen. Well, it could be. You never know. You yeah. have no idea how that stuff values. Super tangent right now. One of my guilty pleasures. I don't know if you remember it. It's a show called Metabots. I'm not sure. Yeah, it came out on Fox early 2000s. Um, you know, I had the models because that's kind of like what the show was. It was robots. You build them. They got little metals. That's like their souls. Oh right, right, right. I went to go like shits and giggles like I'm an adult I have disposable uh, disposable income now <laughs> let me let me build this model and those things if you can even find them hundreds of dollars wow see wow. I I didn't go that route Yu-Gi-Oh
1: got me into all of the other different things but the 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 next thing after you go for me was Beyblades. Mm. That was, that was the thing. It was like, and you know, you had the plastic ones, but if you had one with like the, the metal tipped bottom, that was the Beyblade that would stay around. But no, I didn't, I don't know why I didn't get into MetaBots.
0: Man, I had, I had, um, I had a few Beyblades. I had like the special like launcher and I had one of the ones that like lights up, couldn't like take it apart. It was just oh, like a big ass Beyblade and I would, I would have people try me like, yeah, you're going to use that against this and good luck. I had yeah. a little vortex stadium.
1: Yeah, I definitely had one of those. I, I had, a, I had a remote controlled Beyblade that didn't really a remote control, but it was unnecessarily giant and loud and would still beat pretty much all of the others. Hmm.
0: Yeah, good time, man. So many nostalgic shows from the time that have withstood the test of time. Look no further than yu gi We talked a lot about the changes between Dub and Sub earlier. Now I'm going to talk about a very specific duel. Might not be too memorable, but what I did like about um, the Battle City tournament is I look at Yugi and Joey as kind of like the two main characters. If I were to compare it else, it'd be like a Naruto Shikamaru or a Goku oh, yeah. Krillin. Don't,
1: don't don't insult Shikamaru.
0: Comparing Shikamaru to Joey? Okay, come on, man! Not in th- just that support. Uh, yeah. You know, they're the best friend, but they're not the right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like like a Krillin, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. best friend. Oh, Joey, totally Krillin. <laughs> And so both of them—the
1: human that deserved to win, but just was never going to get it.
0: Yeah, like it. it, Joey's a great duelist. When you compare that, (laughs) this dude is literally named the King of Games. Right, right, right. Kaiba,
1: billionaire with all the access to cards, the card, the you know, the dual monsters creator, and uh, Joey was like the only like real, just a fan. (laughs) Like all, (laughs) all of us really are
0: Joey. We're like, wow, we put all this time, effort, and love. And he like started you're not gonna very wait. late. Remember those first couple of episodes? He was just learning under Yugi's grandpa.
1: Right, right, right. Just like all of us, just, just like learning all at
0: the of same us. time.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So I loved seeing Joey beat um, the uh, the Shin. I think the Shinzo brother that had the, the fake telepathy. Um, yeah, yeah. Where he yeah. got the Genzo beating Weevil. You know, Weevil using these underhanded tactics, sneaking a card into his deck, and still being able to beat him.
1: See, now that we talked about it from earlier, I think I think Weevil stole that idea from Yugi putting the Time Wizard in Joey's deck. Get
0: out of here, Joey! Like, like
1: he, he's Joey like put oh, that in I, his. I own could put deck. a card into Joey's deck too, Stop, and then man. end up winning because of that later. <laughs> Good idea, Yugi. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to let you do Yugi like that. He's a good friend. This show is about friendship. There is no greater friend than Yugi. Sure,
1: sure. I mean, he did give him the money for his sister's operation. That's fine. That's fine.
0: And he beat Makeup. And he got the uh, legendary Fishman. So seeing Joey, like, you know, especially win these duels without Yugi, Great development for him, which is what tournament arts do. His yeah. debt became stronger because he got these cards that he won. But I wanted to talk about probably uh, one of my favorite battles that Yugi had in this, and a lot of people might not remember it. It was when he battled Arcana, the magician, who. Dark magician number two. Mm-hmm, where we met uh, African. American, probably an African American, pure Egyptian looking um, dark magician. That Mm -hmm. was, we got dark magician one, we got dark magician two, and we got dark magician girl. It was almost a complete. Was that first appearance of dark
1: magician girl too?
0: It was first appearance of dark magician girl. I remember at the end, we got that uh, that special thing. She gets an attack boost for every dark magician in the graveyard. Mm -hmm. Oh, you've only got one no, I said every dark magician shows his. He's like, you betrayed me.
1: Like, Bro, okay, dark me. magician just looks mad. Like, yeah. yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> he's like, nope, that's just a card effect, man. <laughs> so there was a lot of changes in that episode. First, they don't like guns and boobies. Um, oh, I
1: love this. I know some of the, the, background of this one.
0: Yeah. Dark magician girl, her bust was greatly reduced. Just for one, um, if you remember, Yugi and Arcana were both uh, strapped at their ankles with, blade <laughs> with coming blades coming to shadow realm blades. All right. Matt these dark energy blades that, if whenever it touches you, would send you to the shadow realm. blue glowing. Blades. When in real life, these are just regular saw that would just <laughs> touch so your worse. just cut your legs off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And you um, know from Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> those were Destructo discs. <laughs> like you, you can you can dress them up with light all you want. They're still cutting right through.
0: Yeah, and it doesn't just take one little tap. Like I'm sure that thing would. Still keep spinning even after mm-hmm. it hits you because you wouldn't want to waste all that energy in just some discs. Let's be real. If it had that type of power, you could just make a little tracker. As soon as it hits, you're out of there. But mm-hmm. the saddest part might be uh, Arcana's defeat when he um, goes to. To see his, I believe it was his fiance or was it ex wife? And it? it was some woman he loved. Mm-hmm. And when he got there, it was just a. Oh, was
1: it, it was his ex fiance Catherine.
0: Yes, <laughs> Catherine. And he was talking about her this whole duel like when he mm-hmm. beats Yuki, he can get back with Catherine. And after the duel, Obviously, he loses It's Yugi. He goes, and it's a doll of Catherine. And in the dub, he's just like, "Oh, you know, he's Master Merrick is saving her, you know, for for the real the real Catherine." Right. right. And in the sub, that man had lost it and thought that doll was the real Catherine.
2: Ooh. Okay.
0: And so it it showed that he was. You know, he was he was gone, which is a little bit dark.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: But it does a hell of a lot more for the story. You know, four kids really took a lot of the the seriousness out of Yu-Gi-Oh! Like I feel like it's kind of a good thing, you know, like
1: it it's hard to tell. Like I'm trying to think about how I would have felt about seeing it for the first time as like, you know, an eleven year old. Or, or younger, I'm not sure. Like, what did, you know, getting up early on a Saturday, and like you know, seven a.m. Seeing, I'm not sure I'd have been cool with seeing somebody have their like ankle sawed off. Like, you know, now all right, whatever. But like that, I. It,
0: yeah, but the thing is, they don't even show it. They 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 never show it getting sawed yeah. off. It's just the implication. Right, right, right. it's like the same thing with a gun. You yeah. know, like they don't want any of the implications, even if the gun doesn't get fired. We just don't want to see it. But it's like, you know, you can't shelter kids. Maybe it's time for the parents to have the conversation.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like the whole one piece, Sanji with the the with, with the with lollipop. Like, yeah. no, I think it is more dangerous to be jumping around, kicking people with a lollipop in your mouth than it is a cigarette, <laughs> especially for a kid. How many kids do you think tried to be Sanji and choked? You know i I take that back probably not many because the one piece wasn't was not that good it didn't really
1: air in any kind of order either but yeah well it was because it was a one-size-fits-all kind of thing you know now with streaming like it's really easy to just tailor it to a certain audience but when it was just coming on at a regular regularly scheduled time and you know you had to have ads around it and there weren't really other options for kids shows maybe two or three out there like you had to make sure that it was appropriate for everyone i mean who, who really gets to determine what appropriate is or isn't but basically as unobjectionable as possible was kind of the goal while still being interested and uh so, sometimes they missed
0: <laughs> yeah sometimes they missed they had the best intentions you so know but yeah. I, I think they, they were trying to uh, appease an american audience but i think now yeah. it's like hey give us the culture you know, let us understand. I'll never forgive them in Pokemon because I I I was a child watching this, and I remember I think it was the Mankey episode. Brock had a rice ball, and he called it jelly donut. And I'm just looking at it like, is that what donuts look like in Japan? Jelly donuts. <laughs> I was like, wow. Why do they jelly? Why do they jelly donuts?
1: Look like rice balls.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and why did they eat it all the time? Why is that like the primary food?
0: Why are they just eating these jelly donuts all the
2: time? Like this. They're... <laughs> I I am like, hey, they,
0: they they I I mean they were older, you know what I mean? I think Ash started his well, Ash is 10. Jesus Christ. So I think but, I was like maybe. This is so I think I was seven or eight watching it. No
1: one said a word about him being 10 for decades. Forever.
0: He's never had a birthday. Look at all he's accomplished. He's been in like how many different championship leagues? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I I, I digress. Did you see the Yu-Gi-Oh! movie? Uh, the first one that came out in theaters. In the um,
1: city. Yeah, I think I even have, I still have some of the cards that were associated with it. Because like, if you went to go see it, they gave you like a pack of Yu-Gi-Oh cards and it had some mm-hmm. of the sphinx
0: monsters. Mm-hmm. Did you get the blue Eyes shining dragon?
1: I, I think so. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I like, uh, i tried to grab hold of them. Like, uh, there was Andro Sphinx and Sphinx tellia
2: Pyramid of
0: Light.
1: Yeah, Thane and the Great Sphinx, which I think was the combination of the two. Yeah, the Pyramid of Light have got floating around somewhere.
0: Did you know that if you got the blue Eye shining dragon, you couldn't even use it for two years?
2: Why is that?
0: Well, if you live in, I believe it is America and Canada. And okay. that is because in order to use the blue Eyes shining dragon you have to sacrifice the blue eyes ultimate dragon the blue Eyes ultimate dragon didn't make its way until two years later after the movie
1: oh very cool
0: yeah i mean i kind of I wouldn't like, be too happy about it
1: who's who's gonna get a blue eyes ultimate dragon back then like i realize there are easier ways to summon fusion monsters now but back then you probably would have had to, to sacrifice your way through a blue eyes white dragon and then another one and then get all of them on the board I remember. How would you even get them all in your hand on a regular basis? Like,
0: I remember I um, bought a piece of Exodia as a child. I didn't buy it. My grandma bought it for me, obviously, from a card shop or a pawn shop. But mm. it was like one piece of Exodia, and I think it might have been like $50 yeah like this is nuts i can only imagine what a blue eyes ultimate dragon would have ran for at that time i, I remember like, i got to uh,
1: I, I got the bulk of my cards from trading and i and somebody had like a they had gotten a hold of like a like a right arm of the Exodia, but it was pretty beat up mm-hmm. and so they didn't think they could make much money of it out of it and i was like well I'll trade you like what what like I, I think i only had like a booster deck like that was like the only thing i had gotten for like christmas that year and i was like well here like i'll trade you you know, 10 cards out of this booster deck and I'll see if I can make, find a way to sell it. And I was like, yeah, sure. Let me let me have my bag. i let him pick whatever 10 cards because it was a booster deck. It wasn't that bad. But I, like, I think his his card had like folded edges or something like that. And I went to my dad. I was like, Dad, will you try to sell this on eBay? He's like, oh, sure. He, he ended up getting like 40 or $50 for it. And I was like, what? All right, cool. Can you buy me a booster box? around. <laughs> really? It was like, yeah. So I got like uh the, the Blue Eyes White Dragon, like a uh, booster box. It had, you know, like the... 30 or so booster packs in it and uh that was that was my that was my little Yu-Gi-Oh empire at that time was what i would have put put all of those like cards i traded up for
0: um As hustling
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> man that's just, just when we were on the phone i started collecting again back in 2015 and much like my early 2000s collection it has quickly vanished, so i'm starting again from the ground up but i'm going big or go home i got this yugioh it's the legendary booster deck and it was like close to a hundred dollars i think it's like 65 now and it's okay. got like the three like main decks that yugi used like the one he used in duelist kingdom the one he used in battle city and the one he used at the end of the series and it's got exodia it's got the legendary um, it's got the god cards, it's got Exodia, it's got all your dark magicians, all your, you know, your Karibo and, you know, all, all all the good Yugi goodness and I was am... Forgetting
1: about the Celtic Guardian. I just want a quick shout out to Celtic Guardian I mean, I know we got Curse of Dragon and Gaia the Fierce Knight, but I love me some Celtic Guardian.
0: Buster Blader because I need him because I'm going to rebuild my dragon deck. Mm-hmm. I get it. I I need to get my dragon deck back. I'm gonna get some blue eyes, the five headed legendary dragon. I'm getting all that. It is it's on and popping. You're gonna have to see me, Justin. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to run those battles again.
1: Oh, there's there's my my blue eyes shining dragon. Yeah, get that out. Of here. Yeah, I remember uh you got to get got to get a hold of a Tyrant Dragon. That was one of the better ones. I don't remember exactly what it did. It's been too long now.
0: Tyrant Dragon. There was a there was one and it was like Destruction Dragon or something. I remember Yugi using it in the show. It's got like 0 attack points or something, but it's got a nasty effect. But uh Speaking of cards, are you familiar with Tyler the Great Warrior? I'm not. Tyler the Great Warrior was a -A Make-A-Wish Foundation created card.
1: Um, Okay, okay.
0: Something I didn't know, Make-A-Wish Foundation isn't just for kids who are about to die. It's for ones that go through, you know, surgeries or illnesses and sometimes if they make it out, yeah Yeah, the
1: situation it's still like a helpful way to cope or or deal with it or whatever else okay that that makes sense
0: yeah and uh there was a kid by the name of tyler who i think he had his liver and like some intestines removed and he fought through he survived and his wish was to have a yugioh card created (laughs) for him and if you look it up Tyler, the great warrior, it bears a striking resemblance to some people's favorite sword-wielding stain <laughs> trunks. Uh, I looked it up. It looks just like trunks. <laughs> and making Make-A-Wish Foundation. Toei, uh, all these guys get a lot of flack about their copyright stuff, but I'm thankful they did not <laughs> try to, you know, cancel this. <laughs> for a make a witch foundation kid. Like shout out to them because that could you imagine? Like <laughs> you got no intestines, you got a, a quarter of a liver. All you want is this cool Yu-Gi-Oh card. And they're like, no, kid, that looks like our intellectual property.
1: Did did Tyler like real life Tyler say like I, I want a Yu-Gi-Oh card that looks just like trunks though? Or did like they say like, let's let's hire out an artist and the artist's like, oh, I'm gonna steal trunks. And now, like, put everybody in a tough spot.
0: I think it was Tyler who wanted it to look like Trunks.
1: Oh, yeah. Then that's fine. I'd totally give
0: him a pass. Yeah. And it works, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of some...
1: Is he the only one with that card? Like, I would hope they actually, like, printed the card and, like, it's a a one-of-a-kind given just to Tyler. And, like, I would want it to be, like, a non-banned card that he could use in tournaments and only him forever.
0: I'm going to take a quick look. I should be doing this anyway because I I I need
1: to. I can read read the effect. I I pulled it up. I was curious. Yeah, go ahead. What's it say? Yeah, Tyler the Great Warrior. It's a warrior effects monster. This monster cannot be special summoned. When this card destroys a monster as a result of battle and sends it to the graveyard, inflict damage to your opponent's life points equal to the attack of the destroyed monster. It's a 3,000 attack, 1,500 defense. It is an eight-star monster.
0: You no, know, I'm on Amazon. I typed it up, and I'm not seeing it. So it is possible that that is the case, because I've never seen the car, like, in person before. No,
1: no, no, no. I, I see it on uh, Yugipedia.
2: looks like some people have used the artwork for, like, other things, but... A lot, a lot of uh, similar kinds of fan art. But.
0: Yes. This just goes to show you, you know, anime brings people together. Even, you know, you get these nice little crossovers. You got a, a saying inside, uh, inside Yu-Gi-Oh! And you right, know, right. Maybe one day... One day they'll, they'll pop up. We'll see him. If they ever go back to the good old days, you know, and get a rid get rid of all this, what is it, synchro and what's that other new confounded summoning they've got? I don't want, I don't want to show, show my age here. Like, yeah, I, I don't know.
1: The, the, the synchro summoning is a good one. Um,
0: they've got all types of, I don't know. It infuriates me. I'm... Send, make 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 gullets great at
1: this point. Hmm? You have the XYZ summoning too.
0: Yeah. And I feel like that kind of started around with the class at Yu Gi Oh. I remember Kaiba and his XYZ dragon.
1: hmm Right, right, right. And then it spun off into something something bigger. Something completely different.
0: You know, you talked about Tristan earlier. I would definitely say him and Taya were like the comedy relief. And there was a bit of perviness removed and uh, four kids. I uh, think about the time. Um,
1: I think anytime my Valentine is on screen.
0: I mean, just like dialogue and stuff. There was the one instance where they snuck on the boat, Taya and Tristan to go to Duelist Kingdom, speak, just a, just a quick pause. It's crazy that these kids like took time out of school to go play card games. Like I wish, I wish. Um, but Taya mentioned she had to use the bathroom and Tristan was like, why don't you go pee off the side of the boat? And and the dub, it was like, oh, I don't, there's a nice breeze coming in. It's like something that was completely irrelevant to, to what the issue was.
1: Just just sidestep this whole thing. We're not
0: and then there was also
1: we've grown up with that kind of thing now. Like we're we're used to like uh animeisms where right. like,
0: things were yeah. like, okay,
1: that's that's maybe not appropriate for everyday company with our data but we're used to it so if that's how it translated no worries at the time though (laughs) that we were we were not as like comfortable with that kind of thing you know
0: and i think it's different when you have like a a master roshi and a jiraiya Mm -hmm. but when it's kids like you know it's, it's a little bit more understandable. Like, I could see a 13-year-old or a 14-year-old saying this to another 13 or 14-year-old. You know, like, that's, I don't think that's bad. Like, it's bad in the sense that, hey, control your hormones. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's not uncommon. A, another instance, um, also in Dua's kingdom, when Mai meets up with the group before she's kidnapped by panic, she sets up a little shower for uh, Taya. Right, right, right. And they cut this scene. There's a scene... um, I'm sure you remember, like, there was something startling, and Maya went to go check, and Taya was afraid. You can see Yugi holding back Joey and Tristan trying to get a peek at Taya, and Maya comes out and and knocks them both out, give them the classic anime nod on their heads. (laughs) Okay, okay. Good job, Yugi, for trying to stop your two <laughs> horn dog buddies from, right, right, right. from sneaking on their friend. And the last they, they reference like, to that. The
1: dub, they never flirted in like a normal sense. Anyway. They are going to be like, hey, Tay, you look nice. Can I get you dinner at some point? Like none of that. They're just, yeah, we're we're going on a duel. Come with us camping. Also, we're not great people that are going to be trying to check you out in the chat. Like what yeah,
0: Well, oh. in hindsight... They didn't tell Taya to come. She snuck on board. Her and Tristan. They they kind of all
1: snuck on board.
0: Like Joey wasn't invited at all either. Joey yeah, Joey was not invited. That is that is a good point. He managed I forgot how he managed to get in there. I remember how he got into Battle City because they wanted that red eye. (laughs) That's the only reason he got in. But,
1: but didn't, didn't like Yugi, like, uh, like donate a star to the cause or something like that? Like, you, uh,
0: did, you did donate a star, they both, they
1: both went in, yeah,
0: you yeah, yeah.
1: And now that was how Yugi doubled up because he was like, All right, I have one, but I'm going for two of yours, Weevil. Why would I give you? I'll give you my whole deck. Ooh, all right.
0: In hindsight, if he would have won that, some nice ass cards in that deck, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, even without
0: Exodia, but not, not like, Exodia. Yeah. The last instance of pervertedness I can recall is uh, Bakura, Tristan, and Taya were climbing a tower. This was when they were trying to prove that uh, Pegasus was cheating somehow. Mm -hmm. And Taya didn't want to go because she didn't want them looking up her skirt, and they had to do it blindfolded. So that was also something else that was cut out another thing that was cut out a lot was a lot of um religious wearing
1: a skirt to like hijack a boaty like why would she why would she wear a skirt trying to get to the boat i don't i don't i don't think that would have ever happened
2: in it either like
0: i mean same reason joey's got a. well no joey only had the. well no joey had an accent in the in the sub too so, uh, his his
1: his in and out New York accent. Yeah, the
0: heart of the cast. Come on, I need to save my sister,
1: <laughs>
0: serenity.
1: It do you? Seems seems like it should be fine. Like you know, if Yugi wins, you get the money.
0: And you yeah, you know, you just Ask money. Kaiba
1: for the money. I feel like Kaiba's in your class. Hey, Kaiba, you're, you're a billionaire. That's like inventing like video game technology just on the fly can you pay for like a few thousand dollars for my sister's surgery uh sure are you gonna not duel anymore yeah i'll give up dueling all right cool
0: uh, he, i don't know joey gets it rough remember duke devlin made him dress up like a dog <laughs> and i was so disappointed because in that art they had like new clothes and i was like man these new these new clothes are pretty cool and then the whole time joey's in the dog suit i'm like damn
2: that's that's a waste. Duke Devlin. Duke yeah, Devlin also stopped mattering shortly thereafter.
0: He stopped mattering very quickly. It's crazy. He beat Joey, <laughs> and then you know, yeah. like Joey got hyped up. Second in Duelist Kingdom, you just lost Duke Devlin, and now Duke Devlin is on the same dueling level as Tristan and Serenity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it, but there are a lot of characters that got the little one-off treatment. Um, the girl who, um, her grandfather is the one that gave Yugi's grandfather the blue eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she was a nice little one-off character that showed up a few times. I think my, who would you say your favorite character is in yugi Uh o-
1: Overall or like uh, favorite one-off
0: uh, overall,
1: um, oh, it feels like such a cop out. Uh, no, actually, no, I, t- I take it. Back. I, was, I was thinking maybe Kaiba, but I, th- I think Pegasus is still my favorite. I think mm. he's too, too much fun. Like, I, I like that he kind was. of villain that's like that's still villainy and you still kind of like hate them, but like has a sense of humor. Um, like kind of, kind of makes you mad, but seems like a little bit clever and smart at the same time. So I think, I think Pegasus is still my favorite. Like anytime Pegasus was on screen, I was entranced.
0: Yuki boy. I like, um.
1: Hey Kaiba. Hey Kaiba.
0: <laughs> when, when he, uh, he showed up and he had, uh, Kaiba gave him the duelist, the dual disc and, uh, Pegasus was like, "What do I do? Do I roll it?" <laughs> He's like rolling it, and <laughs> like, you know it's like millions of dollars in this thing. Yeah, <laughs> He's yeah. Like, he what doesn't care at all? <laughs> he doesn't whatever. care. He does not care, man. You know I have no respect for you, right, Kaiba? <laughs> I got <laughs> And it, Toon World was just so hyped, man. And that was so, that was
1: OP cheating. Same same thing with uh, uh relinquish thousand, that thousand was not- eyes
0: restrict. Oh, man. total nonsense. He had it's crazy. Like, the we, he had the absolute weakest dual monster there is in his day. People say Karibo, fight like the weakest monster, Karibo has 300 attack points and an effect. Thousand Eyes Idol, <laughs> literally zero attack points, zero defense points. No effect. The only reason you would have a thousand eyes idol in your deck is to get thousand eyes restrict. Mm
1: -hmm. I mean if you can get it out worth it. I mean relinquished on its own, great. Right. A thousand eyes restrict actually.
0: I not yeah I had one in my first round of collecting.
1: Yeah, I don't know where, I'm not sure where it is. Probably probably somewhere off in my closet. I definitely had to relinquish though.
0: I think my favorite character might be Joey. I, I really liked his uh the underdog story with him, you know. I really felt like just like, because if you, if you Joey was a good guy, him? I still felt like he could lose. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And even he put himself in situations to lose. Like his deck was based around luck
1: yeah he beat merrick like you you can pull the whole like shadow realm thing though but he beat merrick like he he, he,
0: he was he, about to win like, like if
1: he lost because of magic nonsense like he, he straight up beat merrick like you can be like oh he timed out he didn't have the strength to go okay you had magic powers and the human beat you <laughs> like
0: i know They really did. Like they they cheapened that scene a lot in the dub. That was another thing I saw that was different between dub and sub. Like after Joey's knocked out, Merrick is like physically ill. He like throws up in his mouth, and it's like wow. Like this guy has been on a killing spree, and Joey Joey Wheeler. This is this is what he does to him. There's also a scene there where Mokuba like puts his hand in front of Joey's face to make sure he's still breathing. So there's some heavy stuff in there. (laughs) Right, right, right. Yeah, I see. I feel like you're thinking about going to watch Yu-Gi-Oh! Sub now. (laughs) I mean, it'll happen. Yeah, I want to watch the Zero series just because I feel like it would be a lot of fun. I've seen, like, one clip out of it where it's, like, Yugi was playing uh, this game with somebody. I think it was one of... I think it was a bully, and he was, like, climbing up a ladder, and the game would, like, make the ladder disappear, and he had to, like, catch on or something. It's, it's nuts. He was really... He was putting people through it, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I probably will watch them
1: dubbed again at some point, too. Like... And they're a fun bit of nostalgia. It's
0: a great, great nostalgia trip. Yeah,
1: like, as long as you don't get too caught up in the rules. Like, I I feel like for those of us that, like, started with the anime and then went to the card game, it's cool to kind of, or, like, easy to kind of forgive the the anime for, for cheating at the card game. But if for some reason you got into, like, the card game, first or if you got into like the later iterations of Yu-Gi-Oh, and not like the opening like couple of seasons you're gonna go back and just be horrified at like all of the different uh fake rules that are happening like
0: yeah if you're a purist you're you're not gonna you're not gonna have fun but you gotta appreciate it for like you know it's like a time capsule yes. a great show a great time for all really you know
2: like good times you know yeah for for sure and then kind of kind of go back to our main
1: point yeah RIP Kazuki Takahashi like
0: RIP thank you thank you for the memories thank you for the unforgettable characters a great card game um I I don't know what, what much there is to say right now, but this definitely won't be the last time we talk about this great story and all the iterations it has. Maybe we'll even have to get a live duel set up here sometime, stream it out on the podcast, put it up on the Instagram or the YouTube. And any cards we can get a hold of in
1: our old age, that's that's what that's what counts as a deck. Hey, let me tell you Put it live. All right. What, what are these two managed to scrounge together?
0: You got these two um, nerdy adults with a little bit of money. Some things can happen. You know, <laughs> we, we can make some things shape. <laughs> oh, man. man. I feel like we've come to a natural closing point here. This is great. Justin, first time podcasting. How's it feel? Oh, it was great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming, you know. As always, a pleasure to have friends come on. I know we've been talking about doing this for a while. I'm glad things finally aligned so that we could get on here and talk about a great, you know, great story, great game, you know, that I think really helped our friendship and created so many close bonds with people and I'm sure there's many other people. I, um, if you haven't yet, if you're on PlayStation, you got to get that game. Do some online dueling. What's it called? You know what game I'm talking about? Oh, like the uh, the brand new one that came out. The brand new one that came out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it's it's beautiful. It has all of the games ever. It's free to play. Um, the only reason why I didn't stick with it as much as I might have in the past is because if you're not a... Uh, looking up the best way to spend your gems, you're going to lose in competitive play. <laughs> what's,
2: what, what's the name of it?
0: Master Duel. That's what it is.
2: Master Duel, yeah.
0: You become Master Duel. I know, man, I'm definitely going to hop on this game now. I've got, I got some cards on the way. I'm definitely going to get back in touch with my Yu-Gi-Oh roots. The next episode we have to do on Yu-Gi-Oh might have to be on the games. Because I'm not going to lie, I played, yeah. I, collect, I collected Pokemon cards. I didn't know how to play the card game until I got the card game for Game Boy. But mm-hmm. these Yu-Gi-Oh, between Game Boy, GameCube, PlayStation, they've had a slew of what I would consider top-tier games definitely deserves its own episode with all the great games they had duelist roses even the battle city game they had for the game boy where you could go out and explore which was you know this was before the world of online gaming like running around battle city this is great (laughs) you know what i mean
1: Mm -hmm. i mean duel links the predecessor to master duel Mm -hmm. we we had a lot of time in the duel links
0: yeah, that's what that's what we use, right? After a while, you like put the the code in, and you could get oh. the card. Yeah, man, good times, good times. It, the longevity is there, you know. The, this guy, you know, he puts something out there, and it's not going away anytime soon. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's quite the legacy. Huh?
1: Yeah, not really a whole lot else to say. Just it's it's it's, it's a sad moment. He brought so much joy to all of our lives.
0: Yeah, his work speaks for itself, though. Like, here it is. I can't wait to get back in touch with this awesome part of my childhood. Looking forward to sharing with my kids. Maybe I can get some duels going with them. Oh, yeah. Uh, leave them a nice little fortune <laughs> with these Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Way to
1: teach them some math and
0: reading skills, too. Yeah, some critical thinking.
1: man yeah. not think about math until someone tries to pull a fast one.
0: Like... <laughs> Yeah, no, that that math's not maffing up, you know. <laughs> I should have only lost like two hundred. What's wrong with you? What's <laughs> wrong with you? Uh, but that's it for today. Thank you again, Justin, for joining me on tonight's episode. Thank you for having me. Great time. And until next time, it's been me, your boy, Row Money Money that C R O double dollar sign, and we'll get at y'all next time. Peace.